Welcome back to another episode of Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Scudelari. We hope you're doing well. We hope you're staying safe out there. We certainly are glad to have you with us here today. We've got a fun episode lined up for you. We are going to roll through some superlatives. If you remember from back in high school, it's the most likely to dot, dot, dot. Uh, we kind of adjusted that for our purposes, um, but we asked our Instagram audience for some superlatives that we should roll through, and that's what we're going to do today. It's a great way for us to celebrate the first 60 episodes, not only celebrate, but look back at the first 60 episodes of Influencer Business and highlight some of the amazing people who've been on this podcast. So looking forward to doing that. But first, before we get to that, a big thank you to ShopStyle Collective for sponsoring this episode. If you're an influencer, you need to check them out. You can earn more with ShopStyle Collective, the most transparent influencer network in the business. Their easy-to-use platform powers your passion, giving you access to over 1,600 supported brands and retailers, sponsored campaign opportunities, actionable data insights, and tools that help you succeed. With their CPA, their cost per acquisition structure, you earn a percentage of every sale that you drive. ShopStyle Collective offers a higher revenue per share per sale than any other platform, and their transparent analytics allow you to know your earning potential upfront so that you can make the right decisions for your content and your business. They have tools for every platform, your blog, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, all of them. So start monetizing your content today. Apply now at shopstylecollective.com. And if you're a brand or an agency, visit connect.shopstylecollective.com to learn more about how Shopstyle Collective can help your business drive scale as your full service influencer marketing partner. We've known the Shopstyle team for a long time. They are awesome. If you're a brand, agency, or influencer, definitely go check them out. They will help you take your business to the next level. And please, whether you've listened to every episode, all 60, or this is your first, head to your podcast app of choice. Give us that five-star rating. Leave us that glowing review. It literally takes two seconds, and we certainly appreciate it. But with that out of the way, let's get to the superlative. So we got a bunch of submissions, and we can't do them all. Um, but there are a few, in there, and there are a few that we split because they were either not super clear or we wanted to candidly cheat a little bit and highlight a few more of our uh, great guests. Uh, but first, the rules. Uh, actually, there's only one rule. Uh, I can't use any episode more than once. There are several episodes, a lot of episodes, actually, that would be eligible for multiple categories, but I'm only going to use each episode once. And actually, there is one more rule. The second rule is I cannot use the episode where I interviewed Mary. And we're going to set that out as the second rule to keep it clean. And with that, let's get into it. So first, uh, the first superlative is... The episode or interview that I have listened to the most, so I, Rich, as the host, have listened to the most. There were a few up for this one, but it's got to be Cat Cole, hands down. If you've not listened to that episode yet, you need to go do it. Cat is an incredible leader and operator. She's the COO of a multi-billion dollar brand portfolio, and she never got a college degree. She actually has an MBA, but not a college degree. Her story is incredible. She got into college but was working and left college, uh, dropped out of college to continue working, uh, worked her way up the corporate ladder and has just had an amazing career. And as you listen to the episode, you can just feel all of the knowledge that she's accumulated over the years. Not only is she just one of a kind in terms of an operator, but she's just a great person as well. Always looking for ways in which she can enrich her community and give back. A really wonderful episode. Um, her, you 
you know, her episode certainly would be in the running for a lot of these superlatives. But, you know, I felt this is probably the one that would be the most appropriate for her. So make sure you go check out Kat Cole's episode for sure. Okay. Uh, the second superlative is the funniest interview. So this one's kind of interesting. It, I adjusted it a little bit and I went with the interview in which I laughed the most. Uh, there are a lot of different ways you could kind of define funny. So I just went with the episode in which I laughed the most. And it was definitely Moti Ankari and Marcel Flores. Uh, they're two male fashion influencers who are friends and business partners. They have a shoe brand, Ankari uh, Flores, that is now sold in, sold in Nordstrom nationwide, uh, as well as obviously their D2C business. And this was the one that I easily laughed the most. Um, you know, when you get old friends around each other and they start just kind of talking to each other, giving each other a little bit of shit. Um, and that's what it was like. You know, not all of the laughs made the final track, uh, but they are a funny duo. Uh, they have worked together for a long time. Really awesome. You can get a feel for the vibe. Uh, that they have with each other. Uh, it's a really wonderful friendship, and that certainly came across in uh, in the interview and certainly in how much we were laughing. So that was a, that was a great episode. Um, so the next superlative is the one interview that I was the most excited to do. Again, as the host, I would I was most excited to do. And there were a lot I was really excited to. I, I mentioned before Kat Cole. I was super excited. I'd actually seen her and met her before. Um, so I was I was pumped to do that one. But I think the one that I was most interested in doing was with Nick Simmons at release several weeks ago um, because he made a really interesting transition. So for those of you who don't know, Nick Simmons was an Olympic athlete athlete, a two-time Olympic athlete. He represented the United States in the Summer Olympics, running the 800 meters. Um, and I was he made this transition from Olympic athlete and kind of the height of his sport to YouTube creator and entrepreneur. It's, it's really an interesting, and he's a super goofy guy, very down to earth, who's kind of always followed his own path. And so I was really interested in getting him on tape to talk about that transition in his story and, and bridging these two very, you know, ostensibly very different worlds, uh, but ones that are really kind of coming closer and closer together than people realize. So that was the one I was really interested in doing. And again, Nick is super polished. You can tell he's done some commentating. Uh, you know, his interview was just super, smooth because he has all of the the media training and all of these thoughts collected in a really kind of clear and concise way in his head. Uh, so it was a fantastic interview and definitely lived up to kind of, I would say, my level of excitement or my level of interest. So that was the interview I was most excited or most interested in doing. All right. So the next one is the best interview that I did. Um, you know, this was, I didn't know how to take this necessarily. So I, again, I gave it a definition. So I think it was meant to say the best overall interview and, and maybe what I would recommend people to go listen to, but I took it in a slightly different direction and turned it into the interview in which I think I did the best because I'm going to get to kind of the answer to the quote-unquote best interview a little later on. Um, but I think that uh, the best interview on my and the one I felt best about during was with Teza and Cole, um, first and foremost because they were easy to interview. Uh, they were warm, engaging, they were really willing to talk, and as an interviewer, you want your subjects to talk. 
right? The listeners are here for them. So when you ask them a question, you want them to expand on their answers and not be too terse. Uh, but I also think that, you know, in this case, I did a good job of weaving in a few different things that uh, I wanted to make sure they talked about. But Tez and Cole also just super engaging, super warm, which makes it a lot easier. And, you know, you uh, if you have ever been in athletics, you've heard the phrase, play to the level of your competition. And because they were so engaged and so warm and so articulate, it made my job that much easier. And, you know, sometimes it does come down to like making sure you do your research and having the details lined up. But just like anything, you have good days and bad days, and you can certainly be helped along by those who kind of bring out the good in you. And I thought Tez and Cole did a really good job of that. And it it certainly didn't hurt that I was talking about one of my favorite topics, which is the overlap of creativity and technology. And so, you know, it it was fun to weave that in. I think that was certainly the the interview where I left feeling like, okay, I, I I executed against the plan. I, I did the best that I was hoping I would do. Um, so a little different take on that question. Uh, we'll get to probably the, the the take most of you were thinking in a little bit, but that was uh, that was the best interview I think that I did. Um, the next is who had the best story? And if you've been listening to this podcast at all for a while, you know there are a ton of really good stories because a lot of these influencers and people involved in the influencing industry have come from different places, right? There is no track. It's not like being an accountant where you go to school for accounting, you go to a, an accounting firm and that is kind of your career. They came from everywhere. My wife worked on Wall Street for a long time. Cynthia Andrew was a lawyer. Um, you know, Nick Simmons was a, an Olympic track athlete. Christine Snaps was a college student. They come from all different places. Um, and so this one was a little hard to, to, uh, kind of narrow down, but I think that, uh, I really loved Brennan Follis' story. That one is one that really stuck with me because he went from having a cushy job in commercial real estate lined up to couch surfing and working crazy hours to chase a dream in New York. And you, you hear kind of these underdog stories and you hear, um, kind of the glorified entrepreneur, the glorified, um, uh, you know, success stories, if you will. And you don't hear about all the hard work. And, and that's something that came out of Brendan's story was how much hard work that he put in before he got to where he wanted to go. And now he's one of the most sought after DJs, entrepreneurs and investors in New York City. Um, and, and I think a lot of that had to do with his approach. I think that one of the things that he talked about was that he believes that you can learn something from everyone. He talked about how he was an Olympic caliber skier and he was uh, kind of on this track to be on the Canadian national team. And there were times where a lot of his colleagues and a lot of his peers were kind of laughing or, you know, making smart comments about the coach behind his back. And he really tried to take something from every coach, even if they maybe weren't the top tier coach or even if somebody was his rival, he was always looking to take something from them. And I think that really led to his ability to kind of stack this knowledge and add skills and enabled him to be, you know, become one of the most sought after DJs and entrepreneurs because he didn't have a background in music, like a traditional background in music, but now he's he's really built a wonderful business out of it, not only as a DJ, but also as a, a manager. So, so if you have a chance, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that, listen to his story. A lot of really interesting insights from Brendan there. Um, the next, uh, let's see, the next one is the best dynamic. Okay, so we've had a number of interviews where we've had multiple guests on. And so who had the 
best dynamic um, as guests on the episode. Not every episode has multiple guests, but some of them do. Uh, this one was hard, and I copped out, and I created another category for a great duo because I wanted to talk about them. But um, it came down to two couples. And so for this one, um, Olivia Rink and John Philip Thompson won here. And they really impressed me from the moment uh, we first met and we did the episode. If you don't know who they are, you need to go check them out and definitely check the the episode out. They're two uh, influencers in New York. They actually came from Chicago to New York and they live together. They work together. They help each other with their businesses, strategizing around content, collaborating, nominating each other for different partnerships. And they have this incredible relationship that really comes alive when you hear them interviewed together. Um, you know, and a good interviewee makes the interviewer much better. And when you have two people feeding off of each other the way Olivia and John did in the interview, it, it just makes for a great episode. I could kind of sit back, I'd lob them a question, sit back and just allow them to talk to each other and talk to the audience. And it was really, really wonderful to watch. You can tell the depth of their relationship and the mutual respect that they have for each other. It was a really, really fun episode to be a part of on my end. All right, the next one was who has the best vibe? Uh, this was interesting. There are a lot of a lot. Of, I've been fortunate enough to to interview a lot of really interesting people. The best vibe, when I think about it, uh, it had to be Justin Livingston, uh, a male fashion influencer who's originally from Memphis, Tennessee, and he has this great Southern accent. Uh, he's a natural born st- storyteller, and his Southern accent also is is has got this kind of. Um, it's it's just got a, a very special I'll call it flavor to it uh, that's very warm and inviting and and makes you want to ask more questions and makes you want to get to know him and you combine that with being a great storyteller uh, being a nice person and then just having some interesting stories to actually tell I mean he told us about moving to New York and not telling his parents until literally he was leaving for the airport um, it it all adds up to a, a really interesting vibe uh, also a good guy to get a beer with. Uh, um, or drinks with. He loves uh, having a good time. So, you know, all that packaged into one made for a great interview. It was a, it certainly was a lot of fun. And he has a great perspective on the industry because he's been involved with it for so long. Um, so that's, that is the, the answer I give for the best vibe. Um, the next was uh, the hardest to prep for, the interview that was the hardest to prep for. This actually, uh, I, this uh, duo again was in the running easily in the running and could have very easily been the the most dynamic um but i created this other category for them because it was true um the hardest to prep for were courtney and paris so courtney is the woman behind color me courtney and color me magic and all the associated accounts her platform as it would seem is all about you know infusing color into your life and uh, Paris is her fiance who both helps her with her work you know 80% of that behind the scenes uh, you know whether it's behind the camera or or whatnot setting up taking things down but also is a he's also a PR manager for team epiphany an awesome agency in New York who works who work with massive massive clients and they were the hardest prep to prep for for two reasons first of all we're friends uh, we're good friends and have known them well known them for a long time and therefore I have a lot of insight in what they have going on, which leads to number two. They have a ton going on and you could give me a week of interviewing them and it would not be enough. 
not nearly enough. There's so much going on, both in terms of how they're innovating, how they're giving back, but also just what they are doing. Um, and this is actually a reason why we had Courtney back for a second episode. We just simply needed more time. They're always, the other thing that I love about them and one of the reasons why it's hard to prep for them is because they're always pushing the envelope when it comes to creativity. And they're always looking at critically at how to use their platform, how to grow, how to engage. They're testing things. They're very, at, at, at one time, they're both very, very creative, but also very scientific in how they approach business. And so it's it's really fun to dig into that. It, but it's hard to narrow it down when you only have, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to do an interview. Uh, you got to break it down. So that's why it was so hard. And they've just got this amazing relationship. Uh, you know, not only are they engaged, but they also work together a tremendous amount. And uh, for some people it works, some people it doesn't. And for them, it definitely works. Um, and so it's fun to, to have that come to life. If you haven't, you need to check them both out on Instagram and associated uh, social platforms and also check out their episode. Some really, really interesting insights um, for both influencers and anybody interested in the industry. Uh, for the next one, the next uh, superlative was what was the most fun episode? Um, yeah, you know, for me, I think this was the Rachel Zoe and Roger Berman episode. There are a lot of episodes that were a lot of fun, um, but I think this one takes the cake. And uh, for a couple of reasons, um, we've gotten to know them pretty well over the past couple of years, and they have a ton of insight, but they're also just an incredible amount of fun. Uh, they're really, really good people. You know, they they have been involved in the um, kind of fashion and influencer industry for a long time, but they're not jaded. They work really, really hard to this day, doing calls late at night, working into the wee hours of the morning because they really have that drive uh, that, you know, you can't really manufacture. Um, they, and they have this great relationship uh, where there's a ton of mutual respect, but they can also kid each other. And most importantly, they can laugh at themselves. Um, they don't take themselves too seriously. And, and in addition to all of that, um, they have had tremendous amount of success, both as a team, as a wife and husband team, um, but also uh, independently on their own. They both have very prolific careers years independent of each other as well. And they really only started working together after they already had some, not some, a lot of success. So that was really fun. And the, then the kind of the icing on the cake was I got to co-host this episode with Mary, uh, my wife and co-founder, which is always a blast. Mary is incredibly insightful. And, you know, the four of us just had a ball um, chatting about a bunch of different things and uh, digging into fun stories from the past and, and uh, getting kind of all of these amazing insights out of Rachel and Roger. So I'd say that was the um, amount out of all the fun episodes, that one is, you know, uh, it was one that comes to mind initially. Um, another one, which was interesting, I didn't expect this to come through, but someone asked what, who was the most prepared interviewee? Um, and without a doubt, this one was Alison Latiri. So if you probably don't know Alison, she's not actually an influencer, but she's an incredibly talented um, marketing and business marketing and customer success guru. Um, she's an advisor to Trove. She's a really phenomenal at what she does. She's has worked at some of the, the biggest, uh, most impactful small business um, software companies. So Intuit, Thumbtack, and is now um, working at a, an amazing company called Handshake. And so she has really spent her whole career focusing on help on helping small businesses grow. Um, and 
she's really good at it. And she's very thoughtful in her approach and very thorough in her approach to business. So when I asked her about sharing some of the lessons in marketing that she had learned and taught small businesses herself and how they might apply to influencers, I knew she would be amazing. And I certainly was not disappointed. Uh, You know, there are some people in your life who you can always count on. That is the type of person that Allie is. She's always incredibly thoughtful, always delivers. She's always prepared. And she showed up. She did a ton of work beforehand, uh, probably more work. I felt a little guilty, but she did, you know, kind of mapped out her thoughts. She, you know, did a lot of, um, we had a, a conversation beforehand because she really wanted to deliver for the folks uh, who listen to the podcast. So if you're an influencer, even if you're not quite honestly, and you're just interested in marketing and how small businesses grow and how they can, you know, a framework through which they can think about their businesses. Uh, and if, you know, the same, I think applies to influencers these days, definitely go check out that episode with Allie. She she uh, just has a lot of lot of uh, amazing insights. Then we got another one. The superlative was the most incredible episode. And that could mean a lot of different things. Again, some of these were not 100% clear, so we kind of just created definitions for them. And when I thought about this one, I took it as kind of the, the episode that kind of made you the most incredulous, as in the craziest episode. How could something like that happen? Or I want to hear more that's so crazy or so weird. And this one had to go to Cynthia Andrew. It could be for any number of reasons, uh, but all together, it was just kind of nuts. We covered just a ton of ground in her episode. Um, Cynthia is an influencer and creator in New York, but she also is a lawyer, an incredibly talented creative, but also a very analytical and um, framework-oriented lawyer as well. Um, And she happened to be traveling when COVID hit. And so we talked about that and talked about her getting back to the United States just before the ban came into play. Uh, but then we also talked about finding out that she was pregnant with twins um, and what it was like being pregnant with twins during COVID and going to the doctor and not being able to have her husband there and then passing out during pregnancy exams. Um, it was, it, it's just, it, the best I can say is it was an incredible episode. And it's really only scratching the surface. She's, you know, this wonderful creative um, who has this very analytical side to her brain as well and sharing all of these amazing stories, amazing and scary stories. The good news is everything all all's well, I suppose, that ends well. She did have a bit of a scare um, during the birth of her twins. Um, but the good news is they are both, uh, both the boys are happy and healthy. She is happy and healthy. Her husband is, the whole family is doing well. So if you have a chance, send her a little love and definitely go listen to her episode and then follow up. She does some follow up in her, uh, Instagram as well with the birth story and things like that. Um, so just fascinating, uh, and a wonderful person in general, the fact that she was, uh, able to, uh, you know, spend time with us despite the fact that she was um, very pregnant at the time. We really appreciated that. And it turned out to be just a- an amazing episode of the podcast. So the most incredible episode, Cynthia Andrew, um, show her a little love. Congratulations to her and her husband on two amazing little baby boys. Um, we're happy that they're all well and healthy. The next one was the funniest story. And this one took no time at all, but Christine Snaps. Uh, You may know her as the Cactus Girl on TikTok. Uh, We talked about how she went viral and went from zero to a million followers in a matter of a week. 
And uh, the story behind all that is incredible and hilarious. But not only that, but also the backstory, how she got TikTok in the first place is funny, pretty funny. She actually was doing kind of TikTok skits, if you will, before TikTok was around. She was just sending to her friends via Snapchat and text. And she really only downloaded TikTok on a whim when her friends told her, hey, you know, this is kind of funny. It's kind of in line with what you are doing right now via Snapchat and, and text. You should check it out. So she did. She downloaded it, uploaded a bunch of old snaps. And then one night was out late at a Walmart going, or I think it was a Walmart going down, or maybe it was a dollar store. You have to go back to the episode to confirm, going down the dollar aisle and she found a cactus. And that really is what, that dollar cactus really spurred her career in, in new directions. So, uh, and also a big update on that front she is finally and this is again something we talk about in the episode she has finally been verified on tiktok after months and months and three plus million followers she finally has that blue check mark so big shout out to christine snaps for finally getting that check mark but a uh, great episode really funny human being um you know taking a medium and uh, creating something new and exciting and fun and showing that there is still it, it's not a completely saturated place out there if you find your niche and you execute and you get people who love your stuff you can grow very rapidly so a big shout out to Christine Snaps for that. So the last one that we're going to do is if I could only listen to one episode, which one would it be? I think this is a fitting one to end on. There have been a ton of amazing episodes, but as I was kind of racking my brain to think about it, I tried to put myself into the shoes of an, of an influencer. And if I was an influencer and and I'm asking myself this question and there was one episode, I only had time to listen to one episode or there was only one episode available, which one would it be or should it be? And I would listen to the masterclass on working with brands. It's technically five mini episodes, so I'm cheating a little bit here, but we'll call it one long episode in five parts. And why this one? Well, when you're trying to build a business, you really want to get into the head of your client or your customer. And when you're an influencer, you need to understand your audience, but you also need to understand the brands and agencies who work with influencers. And in this five-part episode, we break down the key questions with five different marketing consultants and, and, agent, and people at agencies. And they get into the details on how you can be a better brand partner and how to build your business with brands. So you're literally getting the cheat codes from people who work with influencers on a daily basis. So if you've not already done so, I would highly recommend recommend you go listen to this. You're literally getting an inside view uh, to brands and agencies and how they think about working with influencers, what they like, what they don't like, what makes for a good influencer partner, and what they look for when they're building a campaign, and also what they're not looking for, the things that make them immediately want to stop working with you. That, in my mind, is invaluable information because it's giving you a playbook. And so if you're an influencer and there's one episode to listen to, there are a ton of good ones. A lot of them I've just mentioned. But that is one that I think should just be on your short list because it's a, it's a roadmap for how to work with brands and agencies directly from their mouths. So yeah, so there are a lot more superlatives. We probably could have gone for a lot, on for a lot longer. You know, a big 
you know, kind of milestone for us, 60 episodes, I want to end by thanking you for listening. We've developed a great audience uh, through these first 60 episodes of the show, the first three seasons, and that's allowed us to bring on some incredible guests. Uh, You know, we're going to be taking the next few weeks off uh, around Labor Day, and then we'll be back with season four in early fall. But uh, again, a big shout out to you, the listener. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, You've allowed us to build this incredible platform and have all these amazing guests on the podcast. Um, and so we will be back in a few weeks with the start of season four. And in the meantime, whether this is your first episode or your 60th, we'd love it if you take two minutes and give us that five-star rating and leave us that glowing review. It certainly does help, and we really do appreciate it. And as always, a big shout-out to our man Pete Crimmy and the team over at Sound Lounge for always making us sound better over the air than we do in person. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Gudlari, and we'll see you next time.